the Jcast Network. I'm your host, Arun Herman. We're here at the Kosher Food and Wine Experience in New York City. This is the ultimate kiddish with some amazing food and delicious wine. Let's take a closer look. So what do we have on tap for today? Today we're debuting, debuting, single vineyard, Herzog, Mount Veter, 300 cases. This is from Wildcat Vineyard. Uh, really excited about this. Was in the barrel about 16 months. Been in the bottle now since August of 2011. Uh, four different Coopers went into this uh, Cabernet Sauvignon from Mount Veter. Uh, great mid-palate, very, very concentrated flavors. Uh, dark cherry, uh, great vanilla, note coming from the oak. So once again, 300 cases. Mount Veter, single vineyard, debuting tonight at the Kosher food and wine experience. Now, what excites you about wine? What excites me about wine? It, it's, it's taking something as simple as grapes off a vine and then seeing those grapes move along the process uh, and being surprised by what will occur at, at times. And then at some point to put that wine in a bottle and come up with such a harmonious um, beverage that everyone can share. And what motivated you to be a winemaker? My love of um, scientific things and my desire to uh, work with my palate and my senses. I, I've always had a really keen sense of smell and taste, even when I was two or three years old. Uh, so it's a great marriage between the science portion of my brain and the very artistic portion of myself. And for Pesach, what wines do you recommend? Pesach, uh, Russian River Chardonnay, always a good bit from Herzog. I uh, really like the Alexander Valley Cabernet Sauvignon from Herzog. Uh, if we're going for a wine that's going to be uh, slightly fruity. The Chenin Blanc from Baron Herzog, love those wines. And then of course, we always have the Chalk Hill, the top of the line. And whenever you are making that wine, I guess a piece of you is actually in each of the barrels in a way. How long does it take to do the process of the winemaking? Uh, well, it kind of depends. This wine, the grapes would have been in contact with the juice before pressing for 18 days. So this had 18 days of skin contact, but the whole process took months and months, 16 months in the barrel. Uh, and 2009, it wasn't bottled until August of 2011. That's almost 24 months until it was bottled. So it can take quite a long time. Whereas with the Chenin Blanc, you're gonna keep it in stainless steel that entire time. You may have it in the bottle in 10 or 11 months, even shorter. Tell us what you're looking forward to tonight. Well, when you look around this room, what, what the pitch in this room is people are interested, people are excited about wines, people want to learn about wines, people are passionate about what's happening in the wine industry. And that's the true story of tonight. It's not just about the wine 
It's about the room full of people that are having a great time enjoying wines. But tonight we actually have so many new and exciting wines. And we try, you know, many times we look at KFW and we say, look, we're going to bring a room full of people. What are we going to do that's new? And every year, when you're in the wine business, new is important. So we're introducing new wineries. We're introducing Flam. We're introducing Tulip. Um, we're introducing Pacifica from Israel. We're introducing Pacifica from Oregon and Washington. Um, we're introducing new wines. Approximately 30 new wines are being introduced tonight and are going to be on the market tomorrow. So it's about the people. It's about the wine. It's about the food. The entire story is really wondrous and amazing. And this has been an evolution. You know, when you first started this out, you're kind of like, oh, this is a good idea. You know, it's, it brings together the, 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 the wine people, the food people, and it's... How, do you ever think it'd be like this? Continues to amaze us. Continues to, I was in London last week. Morty runs New York, New Jersey, and I help him out. Rest of the country and export sales, we had the same show in London, 700 people. Three years ago, 250 people. Los Angeles, Wednesday, we're expecting 800 people. Uh, Israel, in two weeks, we're expecting 1,000 people. It's just unreal how the Jewish world, not necessarily the kosher world, the Jewish world is realizing some great, amazing wines from all over the world that happen to be kosher. And instead of just drinking it during Pesach or Rosh Hashanah, right. hey, it's great wine, I want to drink it all year. Right. And I think that's a testament to um, the people who, who, who care about wine. It's, it's not just, you know, I'm, I'm going to go to the store and pick up wine for Pesach, whatever. But they actually, there's a love for that. And, and this show is a showcase of that. Um, what are you hoping people will take away from the show? I'm hoping that people will take away, depends, people that came here last year, I'm hoping they'll see how it continues to evolve, how we're constantly introducing new and exciting wines, and not just top-level wines. It's very important. People are very focused on, you know, high-end wines. We're not focused on high-end only. We believe that a consumer deserves to buy a wine at $15. That's just great for what it is. Baron Herzog, quality, value. Benjamina just introduced a new wine called Bin. Spectacular. Price, $12, $13. Um, Barkan Classics, oh my God. $10, $12 wines. Superb wines at great price. I'm hoping people take away that, no, this is not a wine snob event. This is an event for the entire wine industry. Wine is art. Wine is passion. And there's a wine, a passion, and an art on every single level from every single country. That's the st Our story is not one-dimensional. It's not about one particular consumer, one particular country, one particular region. It's about the entire industry. We view ourselves as leaders of the industry that our role is not to sell wine. Our role is to market wine as an industry, as part of our culture. Wine has always been an integral part of the Jewish culture. And it's now, once again, becoming an integral part of the Jewish culture. And every year, that story just gets better and better, chapter by chapter. And what inspired you? What was your, when did you know you liked wine? By the bris. By, when we were eight days old. That's when we, we, started, <laughs> that's what early. That's what we started early. We yeah. say we, we were born in barrels. Right. Like we were born in the wine industry. Right. Our passion for wine has always been great. But to tell you the truth, even Nathan and myself, we always liked wine, but never did we have the selection. So we're partially selfishly motivated by bringing in all these wines because we as a family love wine. So right. obviously we're doing this for commercial interests, but we could never do it as well and as effectively if we didn't have the passion for wine that we actually share amongst ourselves. And what's going to be on your Seder table? Don't know. A lot, a lot of weeks <laughs> between now and the right, Seder sure, table, sure. a lot of selling and tastings right. and events right. and, and really thanking all the people who right. come to these events and appreciate our passion. Right. And uh, you know, looking around, you have some people with different backgrounds. 
and it, it's it's interesting to see like is it is about the passion you see like those people who, who really care about the, the process and the, the variety and one of the things that you know even the food you have so many different restaurants here that are showcasing how do you get it all together well everybody wants to be part of this show because if you're in the kosher business, if you're making great food and you want to tell your story, you need a platform. You could sit there with a bullhorn outside your restaurant and say, I make the greatest food, but very it's not often that you can actually put great foods into people's mouths, see their reaction, interact with the consumer. You put an ad in the paper. It's great. It's fantastic. But it's not like holding a glass in the hand and making a l'chaim and speaking to the consumer. How did you enjoy it? What do you like about this wine? This show is about interacting with the consumer at every level. Wine, food, so it's not difficult to get together because everybody wants to be involved. Obviously, the organizational part is challenging. We have a great team headed by our marketing people, Gary Landsman, David Levy. They worked hard days and weeks and a lot of work goes into it. But in terms of getting the people here, it's easy. We actually have to turn away hundreds of people and that kills us because we're not here to sell a show. We're here to sell a story. The show is nothing more than a platform for that story to be told. What excites you about food? Oh boy. Uh, well, I mean, it's not so much about the food that necessarily excites me. It's more about the creative process of, of making it. Obviously, the end result is always fun to, uh, to uh, enjoy. But, you know, it's more, it's more about making something that you feel really proud of. I mean, I love to eat, obviously, you can tell. But, um, you know, we love, we love to make things, you know. It's, it's less about, um, you know, the certain kind of meat or, you know, it's about just kind of, it's, it's an expression of, of the whole kitchen's personality and the whole, you know, feeling of uh, the environment, you know, when we're, when we're creating new dishes. Do you remember your first dish that you made? First dish I ever made in a professional kitchen was caramelized onions with sherry wine. And it, obviously, the restaurant business is evolving, yeah. and how has it evolved for you? So, I mean, the, personally, I mean, you know, I got to start in uh, in the generation where there are a lot of great chefs that already started the roll rolling. You know, like Mike and uh, Chef David from Prime Grill and Solo already. You know, a lot of these places already had Le Marais. You know, all these guys already had, um, you know, established places, and they were able to you know, start pushing the envelope of kosher food in a more um, avant-garde way, if you will. Not necessarily molecular stuff, but, you know, more away from the traditional that we were used to. So, you know, I got to start somewhere in the middle, in a sense, you know, and, and kind of stand on shoulders versus be one of the ground floor people, you know. And what do you have tonight? So tonight we're serving crushed red potatoes and a mole-inspired uh, oxtail. And how do you pick like what food to serve? Here? Yes. The thing I can make the most of in the short amount of time. <laughs> and what's the most difficult uh, dish you ever made? Most difficult dish we ever made? Putting egg yolks inside of a ravioli. By far the hardest thing to do. How do you do it? Carefully. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> it's a good answer. And you know, when, you, when you're going through your process of, you know, making your dishes how do you prepare like how do you get into the zone to, to do so it so it, it, it's an interesting zone you have to be in um, there's certain you know I was just reading uh, I'm reading a, a biography on uh, Ferran Andrea you know one of the greatest chefs in the world and he says that creative process isn't necessarily being inspired it's about focus and work 
So I unfortunately don't have his skill level, so I work a little differently. You know, it kind of just hits you. One day you're able to write three or four different menus, you know, and some weeks you're not able to do any. You know, so it, it's more just a, a you know, a God-given ability in a sense, just to do something, you know, somewhat decently. You know, like everybody has in their life, They're all, everybody's good at something. You know, I'm not saying I'm good at this, I'm just saying, you know. But, um, you know, that's really uh, how, how it kind of happens. Kosher meat Indian food, Shalom Bombay. Tell us what you got here. We're back here again. This time, uh, well last time, if you remember, we brought the chicken tikka masala, the staple of Indian cuisine. Um, very mild dish, uh, very appealing. This time, we brought uh, our new, new dish called chicken korma. This is chicken that's made in a, a sauce that contains cashews, almonds, dried fruit. Very delicious, very sweet. Um, excellent choice for people who, who tend to be a little timid of the Indian food. Here we've got tawa beef. Tawa beef is roasted in the clay oven, the tandoori oven. And after it's roasted, we slice it up. So it's very thin, and then we cook it in the tawa sauce with bell peppers and onions. Um, and again, you know, just like all the dishes at Chalam Bombay, everything is uh, made to the customer's liking. We have mild, I've got medium, and we have spicy and super spicy. Today we brought mostly uh, mild to medium, but if you come down, you'll, you'll, you'll be sure to find something to your liking. And what, what excites you about Indian food? What I love about it is that it, it's, always, uh, it's always changing, and we can do so many different things. Um, and I love the fact that we get to shop people every day. They come in, they're like, oh, I'm scared, I don't know what to try. And then they end up coming. And they try something that they were scared to try and end up loving it. And one of the things that sets you apart from other Indian restaurants is that your meats. We are meat. We, uh, we're different because a lot of the kosher places end up just doing dairy. It's very difficult to do meat and to do the substitutions. The, uh, the places that aren't kosher actually use dairy products. And I think, I know that you'll find that in our food, it's uh, not only better, but it's, it's healthier. We don't use any dairy products, it tastes a lot lighter, it's easier uh, people to digest, and uh, overall people are very, very happy with it. As you can see, the kosher food and wine experience is truly an amazing event where people from all around New York City get to taste some of the most delicious food and amazing wine. This is Aaron Herman, and thank you for watching.